good people? What is going on? It is another week, another episode of Just a Fan Podcast where you got a bunch of, you know, just us guys as fans that know a lot about <laughs> football, basically. Um, as you already know, I'm Tristan, you know, the guy with the big mouth that likes to talk a lot. Uh, over on my left right here, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, as we say, Steve. Say what's up to the people, man. <laughs> what's going on, y'all? I don't know about all that. Hey, listen, man. Hey, listen. Out of everybody on this podcast right now, Steve is the only one that has professional credibility. Okay, so this is why we say we call him the man, myth, and legend. And then over to my my left, your right, as you guys are looking at it, is the amateur NFL. No, no, no. The NFL encyclopedia himself, <laughs> Brandon Facts. Williams. What's going Facts. on, Brandon? <laughs> What's up, y'all? I'm, I'm not an encyclopedia, but thank you, though. Listen, don't 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 lie to the people, Brandon. There isn't a fact. Go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. I, I get mad sometimes during the day when I have a a question, football question about something that happens. And I can't I can't reach Brandon because he's working. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, through throughout my years, there ain't too many people that know more facts than I do. Until I met Brandon, <laughs> and I was just like, well, I've met my nemesis. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you guys can text me. Hey, listen, I, listen. If if I got to debate somebody and I don't know something, I will definitely text you and be like, Brandon, I need, I need a, I need some a, a resource. I need to make sure I, I know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> let's not uh, let's not delay. Uh, I'm uh, you guys go ahead and get started, Steve. You can start it off. I'm going to dip out for a second because the most important job I have is that of being a father. So I need to go check on my <laughs> baby girl real quick. And then I'll be right back in a second. But Steve, you can go ahead and get it, uh, get it pumping. Handle your business, uh, Brandon. No, you say you want to start, Brandon. What's what's on your mind, man? What's going on? Well, I can't. Well, since he st- um, since he dipped out the topic that I want to um, talk about, I can't do without him. So let's um, let's go somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Um, ooh, Raven Steelers. Mm. Oh man, Raven. St- ooh, I know. Ooh. The rivalry is ridiculous. First of all, that rivalry right there, man. That rivalry goes back to the Ray Lewis, Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed days, man. Black, black and blue division, man. So, what do you, what are your thoughts on the game, man? Well, you know the thoughts, the thoughts is always at the end of the game. Um, yeah, there's a lot of controversy around that, around that call. Um, well, look, look, let me, let me put it this way. If the two-point conversion was successful, it wouldn't be no controversy. It's always controversy when it, when two-point conversions are not successful. Are not successful, and no one says anything when it is successful. So, um, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it is what it, it is. What it is. Um, if I was Baltimore, I still would have made. I still would have made that call because you want to win. You want to be Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, and you are so very, very competitive. Yeah, you, you don't want to risk that going to overtime to uh, to say, oh shoot, we lost in overtime. No, we want to win in the fourth quarter. Let's do yeah. this. Let's get it done. Let's get it over with. I mean, it's a. Uh... The rivalry's crazy. It's a it was an ego thing. And I get it. I mean, you know, you want to say uh it's like a it's like a like a middle finger if you can just middle finger to him if you can, you know, convert the two-point conversion. Personally, I'm gonna side with the folks that thought they should have kicked it into overtime. I mean, you 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 can't leave points from the board. And that's my personal opinion. I mean, I get taking the risk, and yes, you know, it paid off big time if they would got it, but I'm going to overtime, man. I'm going to overtime. I'm going to reset um, and rely on my defense if the defense doesn't receive the ball. I mean, if, if the Ravens didn't receive the ball first. Um, something we'll never know. You know, but let, me, 
But let me ask you a question. Isn't this the game that Marlon Humphrey go, um, goes down to injury? Because yeah. then, because now if you go to overtime, no Marlon Humphrey, no Marcus Peters. I mean, that's kind of pushing it without your top two best corners. I get that, but the Steelers haven't played particularly well in overtime. And that is true because year. they look terrible against Detroit. They didn't want to win that game. Detroit, <laughs> Detroit had about three chances to win an overtime game. Yes, they did. I'm expired. It ended in a tie. I'm if I'm Baltimore, I'm thinking about that struggle, and I'm relying on my kicker, man. One, of course, to, to get the extra point, which you know Justin Tucker will get. Uh, and who were you know who knows? Ravens could have got the ball first, um, and over time could have drove down, could have kicked it, or scored a touchdown. You know. So, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but it's not sudden enough overtime. So if you kick a field goal, Pittsburgh still gets the ball back, and if they score a touchdown, then you lose. So right, right, right. I mean, unless. Unless Pittsburgh gets the ball first and Baltimore gets a stop, but I guess we'll never know. Um, yeah, that that uh, that division man is is uh, getting a little tight. Yeah, it that is. Division is getting a little tight. Yeah, because Cincinnati is going up and down like crazy. They, you know, they win one week, they lose next week, and it's like, which Cincinnati Bengals team are you going to get? But they, I mean, again, but that's the youth in them. That's the young head coach. Yeah, and I and I that's... really really want to see them grow. Facts. So, so I think next year, their growth is critical. If if they don't grow, then I don't know about Zach Taylor as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let's stick let's stick with Detroit, man. They got the first win. They got the first win. But Jerry Goff at quarterback. Mm. Hey, hey, look, man. You know they've been playing all their opponents extremely close, extremely tough all season. I knew they weren't going to go winless. Same I here. Said to, I said to myself, I said, if there's a team they could beat, one I thought would be the Bears on um Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, I said they can they can win that game. They were close to or, being Baltimore, except for that 66-yard field goal. Oh, yeah, they were close to being a bunch of teams. Yeah. I said, or they can they can win at home against the Vikings because Kirk Cousins known. He's known to not close out. I said, this could be a game that they that they could win. I actually picked them in my pool. Um, and they won. Well, look, Jared Goff threw a t- um, game with a touchdown pass on our former safety, Xavier Woods, who claims last year that he doesn't play hard every game. Well, you don't play hard every um, play <laughs> during the game. You got scored on. Congratulations. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. He's been trying to show out him in the sudden like, dang, where was this guy when we had him? Mm-hmm. But uh, happy for Detroit. Happy for uh, definitely Detroit Lions fans. Uh, Nathan and others, and uh, happy for Dan Campbell for sure, man. Oh yeah, Dan Campbell, our former t- tight end that um, that was hard on Jason Witten his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of us, Cowboys Saints last Thursday, man. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous, man. I was a little nervous uh, going into the game. Now I get, I get the Saints had all those injuries and this is that and that, man, but. I didn't know what version of Dallas was going to show up, to be completely honest. And that's the thing now. I didn't like, know. These last five games, you don't know which Dallas Cowboys team you're going to get. Are you getting Dallas versus the Chargers or Eagles? Right. Or are you getting Dallas against the Chiefs or the Broncos? Man, ooh. Or the Raiders, man. All the nightmares. Nightmares, man. Ever since, like, I keep saying, I say it every week, man. Ever since that Detroit game, I'm like, we are capable of really blowing it. Um Saints still play tough, man. I mean, we, yeah, they did. It, it 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 took us a while to adjust. Um, I think it was in the fourth when 
Taysom Hill just started hiking the ball and just started rolling out, man. But um, but I mean, he gave us the ball. He gave us the ball four times. Uh, yeah, but we didn't get a lot of points off of that, which is sad because off those four interceptions, okay, we got a pick six, fine, but we should have gotten at least twenty four points. I said, and I'm I'm touchdown guy, so really twenty eight. But I'm trying to be nice, saying three touchdowns and field goal. No, you're right. You're right. And so. I don't. I, I just don't know about us. Um, these last five games, we are Dallas. Really, really gonna have to um, play um, hard. I think if Dallas outscored their opponents, because there's not too many teams they play that have a quarterback and keep up with us. So, um, yeah, I, I think. Um, and I said it. Um, it's like we've kind of been getting a little, a little worse by the week, man. I mean. And I'm I'm not gonna say it was defense. Um, Dak has not been playing well, man. Dak not has not been playing well. Uh, I hear people saying Zeke's hurt. Zeke's playing hurt. Well, he don't need to touch the football, man. Because um, without the home the home run hitting ability from Tony Pollard, man, I don't I don't know what our offense is looking like in the run game, man. No, I hear, well, that's because some of our offensive line just not doing a good job of blocking. Um, Connor Wynn's been called for holding so much this year. Um, yeah, and then, he, and then, and hold on, and then um, they put in uh, Connor McGovern. I mean, he's strong, but he can't get. He's not a second level guard, and so Connor Williams is a second level guard, but he can't. But he struggles with power. Connor McGovern don't struggle with power, and he, but he can't get to the second level. So it's it's tough. Yeah, no, I I get that. Um, I I get that, man, but. I mean Zeke. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's hurt or whatever the case may be, but he's he's not playing well, man. He's he's not hitting the gaps fast enough. Uh, he still has his power, but if I'm Dallas, man, I'm not I'm not giving him the ball, man. I'm not giving him the ball, wasting downs. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, plus is he. I mean, his knee was bothering him too. So, um, hopefully, it's better. It's better with this um, ten day rest. Yeah, but yeah. but 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 if, um, Dallas did sign some running back today named Edo Smith. I don't know anything about him, but um, because Tony Paul is not a hundred percent either, so it sounds like Edo going to get some kind of carries. He's he's oh. coming he's coming up from Atlanta. Um, he was under, yeah he, yeah. Was under, he was under Dan Quinn since um, 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know the name Edo Smith. That's right. That's right. Um, oh shoot, Vance in the building. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Um, we're fairly healthy. Yeah. Uh, we get Randy Gregory back when? Sunday. Sunday. And, and, and we get um, uh, Neville Gallimore. So we're about to be the healthiest we've been all season. Everybody, yes. for the most part, is playing all the starters. Yep. Uh, all the original starters who's supposed to be starting since training camp. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, shoot, man. We'll we'll we'll. we'll We'll see. No excuses now, man. We'll I see, know. We'll see. You know what this offense is looking like. That's the problem, in my opinion. Tristan, what do you think? Uh, first, first of all, first of all, I want to apologize to our viewers that I left you all to listen to the chatter of the cowgirls here on this good show for like the past what is this eleven minutes and now forty seconds of this show. I apologize. Mm. I apologize for leaving you out the hands of these guys with these cowboys. You know what? Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Steve, hey, Steve, 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 Steve. You know what, Steve? I'm about to get I'm about to get on him in a couple minutes anyway. <laughs> I, I greatly apologize. I'm back now, so we're gonna we're gonna remedy this. 
Um, but no, in, in all in all in all seriousness, in regards to the Cowboys situation, so uh, the last you know the last I guess, I guess you could say fair to say like the last month um, hasn't been the strong strongest showing uh, for you guys. Um, you know, part of that being injury, part of that being just you know execution on the field, kind of like that sense of urgency you would yeah. like to see them have, especially uh, closing out to the rest of the season. But I mean, you guys are you know you guys are healthy. Coming in uh, to this game, right? Um, um, you know, we thought we were going to have Montez sweat, but then he caught COVID. So now we got the, you know, we got it, and because he's not vaccinated, he's he's gone for ten days. So we got to now mm. deal with uh, deal with that um, still. And um, this will be this will probably be the the legitimate litmus test of of what Washington is 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 doing because. Uh, you're going to go against a fully loaded uh, Cowboys team. So the defense that has improved uh, with the last month, uh, you know, you're going to be tested. You get all the horses on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and, and like I said, Dan Quinn's been coaching himself into, uh, into potentially um, another head coaching um, position. So, you know, we we gotta look at all these things. I mean, right now it's a feel good story. Y- y'all know me. Y'all know how I am. I'm a Washington fan, but I'm 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 a realist when it comes to these things. I only go by what I see, not necessarily my emotions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, emotionally, I'm gonna say, oh yeah, we're gonna beat the brakes off y'all. That's just me being a fan. But uh, you know, in 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 reality, you know, could we lose? Yeah, very much so possibility because you you are getting Randy Gregory back. So and you saw the performance that Demarcus Lawrence has. Now with Randy Gregory coming back, now you kind of get to unleash Michael Parsons even more all over the field. So you know, I look at those things like, man, this is gonna we're we're gonna face a Dallas defense that honestly people haven't had to see in the last two months. That's and, just when you when and, you really and, think and, about it. And, and Tristan's telling the truth because from what I understand, t- um, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, and Michael Parsons only been on the field together for twenty eight snaps. Exactly. Exactly. Look, the defense. He said, "Could we lose?" You, yes, you could lose. Uh, you should lose. But again, I don't. This offense, man. It, they, it, they, it doesn't matter. You know how well a defense plays, man. If our offense can't get it going. Oh no, for sure, for sure. And 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 let me. And I want to make sure for all that's watching. I want to make sure I'm very very clear about something. Just because Washington's defense has looked good over the last month does not mean that they are better without Montez Sweat or Chase Young. I want to I want to be perfectly perfectly clear about that. <laughs> the reason why it seems that that's the case is because Jack Del Rio is no longer saying, "Oh, I'm just going to rely on my two bookends to get to the quarterback and we're just going to play base defensive packages." He's like, "Okay, I don't have my horses on the edge. So now I actually got to scheme my defense to create pressure. I've wanted Jack Del Rio to do that with them on the field. (laughs) So that's the difference that we're going with here. So I'm like, Jack, if you do it with them on the field, we got a top, top 10, potentially top five defense. So I want to make sure that that is very, very clear for people to understand that it, it's not saying that we, we're fine, we're better without them. It's that Jack now doesn't have to think so much of, I got a second round 
I got a second overall pick here. I got another first rounder on this side. I got first rounders all up and down this line. I'm going to just send my line and just do. No, we're now going to run blitz packages. We're going to send the slot corner in the blitz. We're going to send the linebackers on the blitz. We're going to do the things. Even with even with uh, um, the rookie, Jamin Davis, you know, I've seen him on more blitzes. And so I'm like, that's, that's what you got to get him to do. Until he learns how to play that position in a professional standpoint where he fully understands it, let him play to his strengths, play to what he knows, what he's comfortable with, you know, so that's what we're looking at right now. But again, when I look at the offense, you know, I think your offensive line is, is you know, is going to start coming back together. Um, it needs to. I mean, you know, I, I heard y'all saying you're complaining about Zeke, but I mean, y'all still got Pollard, you know, Pollard's doing just fine Thank God. with what, with what y'all need. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, um, you know, Dak. Dak is gonna. Dak's not gonna have too many of these inconsistent games. I, I think I have a little more faith in Dak with what you know, with what he's doing. Plus, having all his receivers will definitely help. So it's gonna be a real test. Um, would I love to win? Absolutely. Um, do I expect it? Not really, um, because I expect for y'all to win the division. So I, for me, I'm more so. I'm looking like, mm, okay, if we can beat everybody else and maybe split y'all, that'll be cool. Um, but I'm not looking. I'm not looking at it to be like a total dominance. And I know for Washington fans, they're going to listen to this or hear this, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're not a real fan." I I actually am because I'm realistic about what, about the expectations of this team. So it's, it's um, a big game, man. It is a it's a huge game. It really it, it's is. A huge I mean, game. I mean, Dallas has not ran away with the division yet, man. Right. And the way we've been playing these past few weeks is as if you know we already clinched the first round by something like. Right. This is a big game because if Dallas loses this game, we'll be able to game apart. Yep, one game yep. apart. One game and, apart. And Steve, let me ask you a question. If Dallas struggles these last five games, if they look bad these last five games, is Mike McCarthy our head coach next year? No. Ooh, good question. I, I agree. No, you are you already knew what my answer was gonna I be. Agree. Man, absolutely not. There's no way you start the way you started and I get injuries, whatever. Uh, every team's injured in some in some sort of way. Um, and now, granted, our our schedule was was fairly easy in the beginning of the season. But the issue I have it with Mike McCarthy, you know, which is the head coach's job, is the preparation. Man, is the preparation and the accountability and the want to do better. Stop blaming the refs. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, just say, you know, so you got outplayed. You know, change the culture in, in, in the locker room the next week. There's no way now. I mean, the AFC West is good, but there's no way that they – I mean, they pretty much swept us with the exception of the Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. You know. Um, and that was – that and McCarthy almost cost y'all that. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So, you know, I agree with you. And uh, I see Lasina. Uh, uh, I hope I'm saying your name correct. Lasina. Lasina. Yeah. Okay, Lasina uh-huh. Branch. Saying McCarthy is on thin ice, yeah, I I fully agree. I think yeah. when you look at the team that it is uh, that you guys got, you know, on paper, um, aside from the injury, this you know the injury bug that that hit y'all this season, I mean, yeah, y'all have no reason to not be one of the top two, three teams in the NFC, let alone arguably in the league. I listen, mean, just with the talent that's there, honestly. Listen, exactly. McCarthy's supposed to be a this offensive guy who offensive took guru. Yep. from coaching yep. and had his lab and his coaches, you know, and all this, that, and that, man. There's no way that 
And now his first strike, it's actually, I want to say one and a half, was bringing in Mike Nolan last year. So the Dak injury kind of gave him some grace, whatever the case may be. Because he really could have been fired up that, yeah. He really could have exactly. been fired after that. And, and, and it wasn't like we were doing too hot with Dak healthy last year. Let me remind folks about that as well. Yep. You guys were, um, one, in, y'all were one in four before you went down? Something like that. Um, and so, but there, there's no way, um, there's no way that you get all these turnovers uh, during the game, man, and you're not and you're not putting up the points. I mean, the yards, whatever the case may be, you get you know, a lot of yards, but we need, we need points, man. We need points. Oh, definitely need points. Touchdowns. I'm touchdown guy. Yeah, we need points. Um, and so, also my last point um, with Dallas. Um, let me ask you, Brandon. Okay. Explain. I just want your thoughts. I don't really have a opinion, a strong opinion per se. Uh, explain your thoughts on Dan Quinn um, being interim head coach versus um, Kellen Moore besides experience. So, I mean, he became interim coach for that one game because McCarthy had COVID. But now he now the defense got four interceptions. Now that's against a terrible quarterback. Um, to me right now, it's not an, I mean, it's a too much of a small sample size for me to really say too much on it. Um, I would need more than what I saw. Yeah. So like, in my opinion, um, before we move on to the next topic, office has been struggling. Uh, that's been a reflection, uh, like it or not on, on Keller Moore. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not just him though. It's also the offensive line has been struggling. That's true. That's true. Um, but you know, again, I mean, and, and I might, you know, the office puts up a lot of yards where the case may be, yeah. But uh, I feel like that decision was kind of like maybe he's he may not be quite ready, or maybe they want him to just focus on getting the offense to play better instead of having to be the you know, be the head coach. That's, that's my opinion. I agree with that, I agree with that for sure. Um, I want to. I want to go f- forward and talk about another uh, another squad. One, because I don't like talking about the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, not kidding. But uh, no, ser- on a serious note. On a serious note. Um, <laughs> on a serious note. Wait. Uh, let's. Man, can we talk about this game that we just saw between the Bills and the uh, Patriots, man? Hey, look. The New England Patriots played old school throwback 1935 football, man. Okay. They played Packers Power Sweep under Vince Lombardi. I'm going to run Packer Power Sweep left, Packer Power Sweep right, and call it a day. Three <laughs> passes attempted by Mac Jones all game. That's it. I mean, the, and Buffalo Bills had no answer for that. And I'm saying, Sean McDermott, you're a defensive minded guy. What are you doing? You know, you go into halftime with some kind of a game plan and say, "Look, they have all they have everybody pretty much in the box, okay? Because you have five offensive linemen, then you had a six offensive lineman that's a tight end, then you had a tight end also for unbalanced, complete unbalanced formation, so that's seven. Quarterback is eight, the fullback is nine, the running back is ten, and then the wide receiver to kill Harry is like close, is like pretty much in the box. So all eleven players in the box." What is you doing with your defense? 
run the old school bear 46 front from the eight from the monsters of the midway and get everybody lined up and let's go <laughs> that's that's old school playoff football i don't know i don't, I don't know about uh, sean mcdermott man man i never thought i would see a game like this like you see you right. watch you watch like NFL films and all that stuff and they talk about these games from back in like 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 you said thirties and forties, <laughs> some in the fifties, you know what I'm saying? Um like if you if you threw if you threw for like two thousand yards, you were like almost guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. Like it was one of those kind of <laughs> situations. Right. Mac Jones was two of three for nineteen yards and one. Like it's crazy. And um, really, really, what it what it boils down to, quite honestly, is just the simple fact that um, Bill Belichick is is making his case for you know being the reason why the Patriots have been as successful as they've been. Like he's like you you know like yeah y'all talk all y'all talking about Tom Brady, but hey look look what I can do you know. Um, we we're we're looking at the Patriots were what seven and nine last year. They were seven and nine last year. Um, the eight, and, what did eight and four right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they draft the QB that everybody was dogging out, and they're nine and four. Like that's. That's that's what we're looking at right now. They're nine and yeah. four with a rookie QB. Literally has the blueprint on how to develop rookie quarterbacks. It literally is the is the blueprint. If sure you really think about it, between Tom, between how they developed Tom Brady twenty plus years ago, and how they're currently developing Mac Jones, and I'm not calling Mac Jones Tom Brady. I've said this off here before. I'm not calling him Tom Brady, but if I had to make a comparison. If I had to make a comparison, you know how people look at Michael Jordan as being like the GOAT, right? Everyone says Michael Jordan is the GOAT of mm-hmm. the NBA. But people say if you had to pick somebody that was a close carbon copy of Michael Jordan, who's the person you think of? Kobe. Exactly. I think that Mac Jones right now is the Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan's Tom Brady. I really do. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's gonna win a bunch of Super Bowls. I got you. I'm not I'm no, not saying I'm not saying he's gonna get to Kobe Heights from an NFL perspective. But what I'm saying is when I watch Mac Jones play football, it just looks it reminded me of 2002, 2003 Tom Brady. It really just reminds me of how they how they dealt with him. Play strong defense, have strong running game, and he was and he was very calculating with the ball. That's how Mac Jones plays football. That's how the Patriots play okay. football. Okay, so, well, I, I can see a lot more from him. Number one, to make the comparison personally, but uh, why can't he be like a Matt Castle? Matt Castle did the same thing. Because I think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones. Matt Castle's ceiling was meaning in that ev- system. In that system, quarterbacks have been able to succeed for the most part. I think Mac Jones, as he develops, I think Mac Jones can take the Patriots further than Matt Castle. Matt Castle did enough to get them. Well, he didn't even do enough to get them into the playoffs because that was a weird year where everybody was like 11. Everybody was like 11 and 4, 11 and 5. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think Mac Jones can push them further. I really do. 
And if you have to remember, remember, Patriots camp during the summer, they said, don't let this whole soft-spoken Mac Jones thing fool you at the podium. They said he's a bit maniacal. We've heard that before. So I'm just saying, like, I I understand we're not ready to go there. It's the same thing with Jordan. We're not ready to go there and, like, crown a new dude like that. We, we, I get it. And I'm not saying he's going to be the new GOAT. I ain't saying he going to – Tom Brady got seven, he's going to give you three, four. I ain't saying all that. I ain't saying all that. What I'm saying is don't be shocked if he gets you one. Don't be shocked if Mac Jones can get you one. And out of this draft class, when we talked about all the physical abilities – of all these other quarterbacks coming out of that draft class that had, other than Mac Jones, the least athletic guy, the the one with the lowest ceiling out of everybody, is turning out to be oh, the best quarterback no, out yeah. of that class. Don't so I'm, wrong. you know, and I understand it's not a fault of all the quarterbacks because I get some of the situations, i.e. Justin Fields in Chicago, Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. I get it. But at the same Trey token, Lance. well, Trey Lance is not playing because they got to get rid of Jimmy G. But I think once he plays, he'll probably be, yeah, he'll, he'll be, I think he'll be okay with San Francisco. But right now, Mac Jones is looking, is looking like the, the dude. And out of all the other quarterbacks, except for Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, because they had no choice, Mac Jones was able to beat out the veterans on the team to be a starter. I got you. My, you know, and I don't want to discredit wins. Now the Bills beating the Bills is huge. It's a quality win, definitely. And, and, and they and they play again soon. Um, but that wasn't that wasn't necessarily reflection of Matt Jones. I'm looking at their wins. Oh no, in that, my opinion, that's why I'm crediting only, Bill Belichick. I'm I'm really crediting Bill Belichick. Yeah, their only credible win in my well, not only credible. The Chargers win was big. Now I'm looking forward to them playing the Colts. Uh, Saturday, oh, that's I don't, uh, the 18th, December 18th. That's gonna be. But I don't. Let me see what he does there. Because yeah. I mean, no, but no, but you know, you know, I agree with Steve because the coach defense is something different. They um get a lot of turnovers. The defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus is our former linebackers coach. I, I truly, truly, um, I, I would like to see that. I like that matchup. Yeah, I want to see. I mean, beating the Falcons. Whooping the Panthers, whooping the Jets, like I, I need to see now the Bills win. It's a big win. I, I want to see Mac Jones because they're saying he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I want to see him. He probably I'm is. Looking that, I'm looking forward to that Colts game. He probably is, but he, even if even if he has a bad game, he's probably still going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. What no, other sure. What other no. offensive rookies doing? You know, one, he plays quarterback position, so he's right, already right. favored by that. And then two, right. he has a winning record. So I mean. Right, right, right. I'm sure he's gonna get it, but I want. Yeah. But as far as excelling and and being, um, you know, this this you know dominant rookie QB, I want to see. I, I want to see how that plays out a little bit. I know he's gonna get the award, but I want to see what he does against like good teams. Do see y'all? What he does. Uh huh. We know. The, we know what the defense is gonna play. Do y'all think that the Patriots can get to the Super Bowl this season? No. However, now, uh, think about think about it first, Brandon. Think about the AFC now, landscape. Think about the AFC landscape, Brandon. Don't make, that no shouldn't be that definitive. That's why, and that's why I said it should not be that definitive. Yo, my, 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 my only problem. My only this is my Brandon, only no. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. Let me let me. Say, I got two things. Okay. One, it's hard for rookie quarterbacks to get to the Super Bowl. I understand. 
Number two, though, I will say the, the yes part, the, the no in me is the rookie quarterback. The yes in me is the fact that Belichick, his whole career, it's been such a great schemer. He he created a two four five against the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. He gave the blueprint to beat the um, greatest show on turf. He gave the blueprint to shut down the Rams offense under Jerry Goff. And now he does this old-school Packers power sweep against the Buffalo Bills in 20 feet of snow, winds blowing 75 miles an hour. So I'll give him that. So there's a no and a yes in me, but I'll lean a little bit more towards no because it's just hard for rookie quarterbacks to get into the Super Bowl. I understand the AFC landscape. I really do. But um, – go ahead. That, yeah, now that I think about it, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think I have to agree with you, Brandon, because I get their nine and four. Get they have a good record, the best record in in the AFC right now. But I'm thinking about if their defense has a, happens to have an off day, whatever the case may be, against a high scoring against a high scoring offense. I don't know if Matt Jones can keep up with that. I mean, you're talking about keeping up with, let's say, if they, you know, if um, Joe Burrow is having a day, you know. Uh, if, if Pat Mahomes is having a day, if uh, Herbert's having Ooh. a day, you know, if Josh Allen is on, we, you know, we, we know they just lost, but can can he keep up with them? Okay. And that's another thing, too. Are you really expecting the Patriots defense to have an off day with Belichick running that defense? I mean, that's the most disciplined defense in, in, the, the, last in, 20, the-, in the last 22 years in NFL history. Um, and also, they came up with um, – the blueprint to shut down Kansas City offense. They did. They did an um, AFC Championship game a few years ago. Well, not say off day. I mean, let me let me change that. Let me let me switch from off day because yes, they have had off days uh, against the Saints. Uh, we put up thirty five on them. So no, yes, we did. The defense not- isn't impeccable. I'm saying if their defense isn't playing as great as some may expect them to, can Mac Jones and that offense keep up with some of these high powered offenses? No. I, and that I don't and I, I don't have the answer to that. I don't I I haven't seen enough from him yet. He he honestly has not impressed me yet. So Well, I'm looking at some of these numbers here from Mac Jones. And to be quite honest, I I I'm I'm actually a bit impressed because they're not gaudy, but he's 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 had a few. Not even a I can't even say a couple. He's had a few three bills in yards, multi touchdowns. I think if you if you're asking him, I don't think he's he would be the reason that they don't keep up. I feel like it would be more so the the team that's around him, the receivers and such that will that would keep them from keeping up. But him, when when the when the when the bell was asked, when the call when the call was made for Mac Jones to deliver. He delivered. I'm well, looking he's, at. He's, he's doing his thing for sure. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm looking at some of. The, I'm looking at some of these scores and some of these games and what Mac Jones did, and um, they've put the ball in his hands to kind of do it. Now, early on, they weren't doing it, but as the season kept going, and I'm looking at these numbers, slowly but surely, he started progressing more and more and more. So, I mean, I, listen, man, I'm not saying he's gonna be all world. I'm just saying I got that you. I, I got I, you. The only team in the AFC right now it's that, bad teams, that though, man. Listen, bad teams. Listen, he's had listen, he's he's had the losses against the the teams that were that you would consider good teams were all close. 
Like, it weren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Bucks. It was 1917. Uh, they lost to y'all by, like, what, a, a touchdown and a point. They, uh, the, the only one that was, like, bad was the Saints game. And that was week three. So, what I'm saying is, I'm not the only team that right now, based on what I've seen, been going on that would scare me with them is maybe the Bills because I just can't see them having that kind of performance again. Right. And that kind of weather again. And the and the like uh, in this in this bad weather game that they had. Man, the Bills and the ch- and the and the Chiefs. Yeah. Or that's if, really that's really the only ones that scare me. If the Chargers get in there, which it looks like they may. Um. Mm. You know, the Bills, man, they, they lose a lot of big games, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know it, what it is. Well, it's, it, it is a young team. I, I think people also got to remember it's still a young squad. And sometimes you just kind of got to go through the growing pains. It's the same way I feel about Cleveland. That's why I don't understand why Cleveland fans acting the way they're acting. I'm like, your team is still young. And for them to even be relevant right now, you need to count your blessings. Because <clears throat> for them to even be relevant as they are, so... Um, I, don't, I don't think Buffalo's that young, man. I mean, Josh Allen, uh, Singletary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the but, receiving court, the receiving court ain't young. You know, Stephon right. no, been Stephon been around for a while. Beasley been around for a while. I mean, they're all Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders been around for a while. You know, they're, yeah, their core is under thirty, even on the defensive side. Um, right, but they're at, they're pretty much in their prime. I mean, they're at, they're you know. I think um, I think with this season with the Bills, I think they just got really comfortable with how successful they were building, and uh, they just grew some contentment. Um, so I think they'll snap out of that and be ready to go next season. But like I said, for the Patriots, I so. man, I can see the Patriots really getting to the AFC Championship. No one on this on no one on the AFC side scares me enough to say they could lose in like the second round. I agree. I really, you know. And 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 the only reason why I say AFC Championship because at some point they got to deal with the Chiefs and I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine Andy Reid and them losing to Mac Jones. Do you mean a, a, a Pat Mahomes led Chiefs? Hey man, I said, <laughs> hey man, I said I could be wrong, man. I said I could take that. I said I could be wrong. Look, hey, hey, look, good job, Patrick Mahomes. Like, appreciate it. I understand. You know, you are the guy. My bad. My bad. My bad. Maybe you were. Maybe you were still in the nostalgia of being a new father, so you were just kind of, you know, enjoying life a little heavier. I get it. You know. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the only team that like give me any kind of cause. Cause to pause. Uh, as far as for the Patriots, man. But they. They doing work, man. They doing work. Um, let me. Let. I, I just want to. I'm only touching on this for a second. If y'all want to give y'all opinions on this too, feel free. But I'm literally only touching on this team for a second because this is something that really has to be talked about during the offseason with this team. The New York Jets. Okay. The New York Jets lost to the Philadelphia Eagles 33-18. to Zach Wilson was 23-38 of for 226, two touchdowns and an interception. Lost to Gardner Minshew, who was 20-25 uh, of for 242 and two touchdowns. Let me let me let me let me say this with the Jets. The Jets need to have a hard look at Sal, uh, uh, Coach Sala, which I, I hate to say it, but with Coach Sala, 
and also with Zach Wilson. And the reason why is, and, and I would say more so Zach Wilson, because you guys were in a position where you could have taken Justin Fields, you could have taken Mac Jones, you could have taken Trey Lance. You had options, and you went with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, to me, is the worst of the bunch, and Trey Lance is on the bench. And he's still the worst of the bunch. Like, that's how bad Zach Wilson has looked Yeah, with the Jets. If I'm, I'm trying to give him a pass because I know the Jets are really, they're really going from scratch. So I'm trying to give them a pass on that regard. I'm trying to give them a pass because they're really going from scratch. But that kid Elijah Moore is a beast receiver. If he was yes, on another he team, yes, he is. he'd probably be Offensive Rookie of the Year. He is a beast receiver. And I know they just lost Corey Davis. Yep. Um, they don't have a consistent run game. I get all that. Still got a patch of So there's a lot of things where it would say, okay, Zach Wilson, you, I'm not going to harp on you too badly. But when I feel like when you're a team like that, you need to draft a quarterback that gives you some kind of chance to win a game. Some kind of chance to say, hey, watch this superstar talent go mm-hmm. and just give us time to build around this superstar talent. Mm-hmm. When I watch the Jets football team, I'm like, okay, y'all have a lot of rebuilding to do, but I still have questions about your quarterback as well. Like, I still don't know if he's your guy. And that is that would be a colossal failure if Zach Wilson is not it, that is a colossal failure for the Jets because yeah. I don't know, I don't know where you're going to look as far as a QB because no free agent's going to want that job because y'all ain't got no talent over there, and you try and say we're going to draft the QB again. How many times are going to go through this? Y'all thought y'all thought y'all had it with Mark Sanchez? No, y'all thought y'all had it with, with Geno Smith. No, y'all thought y'all had it with uh, Sam, Sam Darnold. No. So yeah. when is it gonna when is it gonna happen? Like in my recollection, the most relevant quarterback I could think of is Chad Pennington. Look, the, the, you're right. The, and the thing is, I don't know what it is about the Jets. First of all, that's one of the things I, I don't even watch. I don't even watch Jets football. Uh, it's it's, I, I don't it's even, a hard watch. It's a hard to be, watch. To be honest, to be honest, and I know you know some of the fans that say something. I kind of forget about them to be completely honest. Hey, but um. Do you I mean, realize you know, they're the team that everybody writes as like, oh, that's like almost a guarantee win. Like, yeah, that they're they're that they're that team. It's not even the Lions. Like the Lions at least put up a fight. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I watch a lot of Lions games because they're gonna play you close. They're gonna play tough, and they have exciting players to watch, man. Yeah, on both sides of the on ball. On both sides of the ball. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Cool thing about the Jets, man. I guess they're they're. Uh, their new color colorway uniforms. No, but um, you think <laughs> if you think about the Jets organization, I mean, it, there's a problem when like they've kind of made it known that they're not going to, they they're not going to invest around all these rookie quarterbacks that they're bringing in. They're not going to bring in a dedicated quarterback coach or, or QB guru or strong OC to help develop this quarterback. It's bad when you get the, you're going to hire the man's college co- or college quarterback uh well quarterback quarterback coach from college why don't you just right. hire someone with nfl experience a lot of coaches out here that are at home you know that can help develop this guy 
you know, that you guys should already have in place when you draft him. It's lazy. Oh, we're going to draft you in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you work with him, right? Okay, yeah. Well, come on. Come to the organization, too. Come on, man. That's lazy, man. That's lazy. I Listen, I agree with you. I think, I think, um, I think it's, I think it's lazy. I think they don't do their, don't do enough uh, research. I think that the, um, I think that their scouting department is terrible. You have players that are leaving the Jets that are having more success outside of your organization than in. Y'all had uh, Leonard Williams looking almost like a bust. He's doing great for the Giants right now. Sure is. You know what I'm saying? Like it, Robbie it, Anderson. Robbie Anderson looking great for Carolina right now. You know, so these are things, and and y'all was y'all was making it seem like he was a one trick pony. Uh, and so when I when I see the first of all, the mistake really is you you letting Adam Gase have his way with your team for so long. That was really that was really the damning effect. Y'all let him Todd Bowles for for, and this is the thing that upsets me. You know, I'm trying not to go here, but it really does upset me. Todd Bowles, say what you want. Say what you want about Todd Bowles as a head coach and all that. The Jets were competitive. You wanted to watch it. They played hard for him. I just feel like the the the, the front office did not invest. They didn't have a, they didn't have a good GM that brought in good players. Todd Bowles really was like, "I'm doing the best with what you give me," and you bring in Adam Gase, who already destroyed Miami because Miami was on the cusp. Before Adam Gates got there, he's like a he's like a dang on he's like a dang virus. He was on a cusp before uh, 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 before Adam Gates got there, and he damaged that. But y'all, then y'all bring him over, and uh, and and thinking, oh yeah, the Jets are going to do so great, and then he just puts them into the pits. Like there's a reason why Adam Gates is is he still a coordinator? Where is he? Where is Adam Gates now? He's Adam, a coordinator. Adam, Adam Gates is not hired right now. He's available for anybody. Pro, semi-pro. Where was Canada. he? Where was he at? He was a coordinator. Was it the Seahawks last year? No, nope. Hold on, give me one second. There you go the encyclopedia. He's on it. That, so, so I'm just like, now you give Robert Sala his first his first head coaching position has mm-hmm. to take this franchise that's been in a dumpster fire for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And take a quarterback that you probably really didn't even want in Zach Wilson. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just when I watch some of the games, I watch some of them, and in in my mind, I'm like, if Justin okay. Fields was their quarterback, they'd have a chance. If Trey Lance was their quarterback, they'd have a chance. There's some limitations Zach Wilson has that can't that he he cannot lift that team to where they need to go based on his ability. Yep. He he cannot do it. When, and it's okay, not his Adam, fault. When Adam Gates got fired, he was not um, a coordinator anywhere else. Um, like I said, he's available for anybody in the NFL, Canada, Arena Football League, college, high school, whatever. Man, Pee-wee. let me tell you, man. I know, I know, Jets fans are missing him some, uh, some Rex Ryan. Sure. And he said it on Get Up one time. He was just like, "Y'all gave me, y'all gave me crap. I almost cursed. I gotta remember. I remember this is a you know a family friendly podcast." But then he's like, you gave me this crap. You gave me all the crap for what I did. And the coaches that have come after me 
and come close to what I did. I brought y'all to back-to-back AOC championship game. Yeah. What did he uh, – With Mark what Sanchez. Say? What did he say? Uh, I think because Jess, I think, won a game or two with uh, the other quarterback, Mike. I think Mike White was his name. And uh, they yeah. were comparing him. And Rex and I was like, don't compare him to me, please. No, yeah. Don't, 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 don't compare. This, it's really this, it's really an insult. The really Jets, Jets Rex Ryan – like, y'all were relevant. Y'all understand that? Like, Jets fans, how relevant y'all were in the AFC? Y'all were at AFC Championship games. Like. Back-to-back years. Back-to-back. With Mark Sanchez, LaDamian Thomason, Sean Green, all them. Ca- that, that's what y'all was doing. Santonio Holmes was over there at the time. Bar Scott was the Bar Scott, was, you know what I'm saying? Revis. Revis. Jim Leonard at safety. And the only reason that y'all lost those games was because y'all went against a juggernaut with the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Rex Ryan is, I think he's. one year. I think he's, and the Steelers was the other year. And I think that, I think Rex Ryan is still the only cube, the only coach that has a winning record against Bill. It's either against Bill or against Brady. It's one of the two. Probably. Or it could be both of them. So I'm just like, so, so for all the crap that people gave Rex Ryan, when he was the coach there, yeah, y'all, y'all definitely missing him. Y'all missing him, and it's not a shot at Robert Salah, but right, just, right. but for but for him to be a first time head coach and to put him in that situation is definitely is definitely a problem. It's definitely a problem, and I I really hope I hate to see quarterbacks just that that is one thing if you're bad. And then it's one thing if you're bad and it just seemed like it, you're more so bad because of the team you're surrounded by. So I feel for Zach Wilson in that regard. But I hope it works out, man, because, Lord, I don't know how much. I mean, if if the fact that Joe Namath is still the name ringing through New York is a problem. That is a big problem. That's, That's a big sad. problem. That's sad. Man. Y'all, do y'all remember when Joe Namath played football? <laughs> Wasn't it like Super Bowl four? Like he, he, he old. Like <laughs> he old man. He's an old man. Right. We've had a lot of Super Bowls since him, right. and the Jets can only rest their hat on him. That's like I mean, I can't. Standard. I mean, I can't talk too much. I mean, we still, we still reverence Joe Theismann out here. But you know what I'm saying? Like that's but, that's. Insane. But the thing is, but, but, but you got to still, you know, winning divisions. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jets, man. Like that's like the Colts. Of course, yeah. You know, Peyton Manning, you know, never never came there. <laughs> speaking about Johnny Unitas. It was speaking about Johnny U before Peyton Manning got there. You know, <laughs> and Johnny U ain't even ain't never played a down in Indianapolis. <laughs> His statue is still sitting here by, by the bank. <laughs> but it, it's it's just wild. It's wild to me, man. And I'm just like, man, we're gonna see, we're gonna see what happened with Jets, man. But I have a few Jets fan friends, and it's just it's miserable for them, man. It's miserable. Um, let me see. The another game, uh, another game we want to get into, because I know we ain't got too much time left. So there's a couple of these. Let's talk about um let's talk about the Ravens. Let's go let's go ahead and talk about these Ravens. Um So um go ahead. So uh well we covered it earlier 
Oh, y'all did. Okay. But, but I know Brandon had this burning topic that he needed you. On, he needed you on here for. I don't. Know oh, oh yeah. Said. Okay, let me hear it, Brandon. Let's, I know, hear, let's hear what he has to say. I know it's gonna be something shady. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Oh, there Lord. are some things that just should not happen in life. Death, taxes, and Logan Thomas injury. Oh. Let me say this. Logan Thomas is a tight end for the Washington Football Bullets who suffered a hamstring injury uh, some time ago and was on a three-game uh, injury reserve, came back, and against the Raiders, Yannick took his knees out. Tristan, what are your thoughts on Yannick and Logan Thomas? And are you going to lose your religion? I don't have I don't have my beep my uh we we in 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 the TV world we call it the scrubber. I don't have my scrubber button, so I'm not going to say my initial reaction what my initial reaction was um but if I ever saw Ngakwe be on site It'd be it, it would be on site, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't like dirty plays. I'm not even gonna say he was intentionally being dirty. It was more so him just being careless. Um, he was trying to avoid a block. You don't have to take a man out at his knees. They coach that now. You've been coached enough to not have to do that. If you want to shed blocks and all that stuff, I understand that. But you don't have to go at a person's knees. Um, I'm grateful that it's not worse than what I thought, which means we can get him back at the beginning of the season next year. Um, cause it wasn't a complete, it wasn't a complete tear. Um, but for us to, for us to go against y'all and potentially was going to be fully healthy because Curtis Samuel was back. So for us to have the full offense at our disposal and for that to be gone just like that. Um, yeah, I was very, I was very, very, very upset. Um, but you know, like I said, I'm just glad it wasn't a tear, but I was very upset though, because we, we just like you guys, we haven't had our full offense all year. We, we, we really haven't. So this would have been the first game where we really saw it in its full force. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate. And now we just got to look for the other tight ends that are on the roster to step up. Um, but in Gakwe, man, it's, it's on site, man. It's on site. I mean, I'm just, I don't like, I don't like plays like that. You don't, you don't go after the person's knees to try to shed a block, to shed a block. It makes no sense. So yeah, it be, it would be on site for me. It'd be on site for real. It really and that's, would. And, oh, man. and that's coming from the fan of the Washington football bullets. <laughs> Listen, hey, man. man. Matter of, fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, that's a good team name for y'all anyway. You know, we didn't like it when um, they went from Washington Bullets to Washington Wizards. I, yeah, Washington, listen. Washington Football Bullets. There you the, go. Y'all know the reason why they did it is because they said that it was promoting violence and all that blah, blah, blah. But all I know is that the Washington basketball team was killing it as the Bullets. No pun intended. So, I mean, you know, that's that's all I know. But. Yeah, that Ngakwe didn't have to do that. He's he's been in the league long enough. You know, it's it's you know. I mean, Steve, you've you've played you've played in pro leagues. Like you understand, it's it's just a code. It's a code that's unspoken. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't do that. You don't do that. And um, you know, 
I wish I wish Logan Thomas all the best in his speedy recovery. Like I said, I'm so glad that it wasn't a tear because that's what they were afraid of on Sunday. Um, I just wish we would have him for y'all because that that definitely would have um, that would have been something to see because I don't I honestly other than Micah I don't know who would have been able, who y'all got that y'all would have assigned to Logan so that would have been something options. to look we have, at we have options yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not just talking. No, I'm not just talking trash. No, seriously, we do. Jack, um, Trayvon Curse, Malik Hooker. Thank Malik you. Hooker, you put. Well, Kim is already a backer, so you know we yeah options. You mean Mr. Mr. Achilles Hooker? Hey. hey, look, hold on. Um, <laughs> I trained the staff and got Malik Hooker straight. Okay, that was Indianapolis Coast fault. This is Dallas. All right. Get it straight, Brandon. 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 Well, calm down, man. Calm down. Got <laughs> tricky. I'm trying to trigger you, man. I'm just don't, saying. Don't, don't let him succeed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just trying to figure it out. That's all. You know, you playing. You playing the DB, <laughs> and your Achilles is gone. And how old you are? But he's okay, he's 26. That, look, he's played for. He's played for a while. That's not old. It's it's old when you lose an Achilles. <laughs> well, then Landon Collins is old. I I never said he was young. That's why Landon Collins plays the position he plays. <laughs> That's why he plays the position he plays, man. And and remember, I'm the one that wanted him cut. So that ain't gonna work for me. I wanted him hey, cut before the season started. Hey, hey, but guess what? Guess what? Guess what? When y'all gave him that five hundred million dollar contract, you was doing backflips and front flips and cartwheels and stuff. No, I'm, I'm no, I was not. That was not me. That was Vance. That was not me. <laughs> That was, that was you. no, no, no. You, didn't, you know you didn't like that signing. I like the signing, but I wasn't was doing happy. backflips. That, that was you, Vance, Jamal, Jamar. Kevin, I like, I like the signing. <laughs> I did not do backflips for it. I like the signing, but I did not do backflips. <laughs> I did not do backflips for it. That was Vance. I did not do backflips for it because Tristan, I watched Landon Tristan, at the Giants, man. Tristan, Tristan, I watch you run down ninety five <laughs> like a man. <laughs> And I was yeah. telling you, and I was sitting there telling Tristan, you paid this man nine hundred million dollars, and I could have gotten you four strong safeties. Could have gotten you four strong safeties for that price. Listen, they would have been drafted around six, seven, and a rookie free agent. You know that. You you did say that, but I was yes, not I one did. of the, I was not one of the one with the Landon Collins pom poms, man. <laughs> it was not me, man. It was Vance. I'm trying Yo, to tell you. Look, I'm trying to look, tell you. Look. Look, look, there's evidence in that group chat that... that, that hey, we can go, hey, we can look through it, man. Uh, all Washington fans would dress look like cheerleaders. Okay? All hey. Washington football bulletin guys, fans look like cheerleaders. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Talk to Vance, man. Vance, Vance, you still watching, bro? That's you, man. We need. Hey, we, I want Vance on the show, too, because, you know, me, I got some stuff to say. We're both Vance. Vance be, Vance be stressing me out. Vance be sounding like these... uh. Be sound like these other Washington fans that I'd be ignoring on here. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to, let's talk about, let's talk, wait, let me make sure. Let me go down these, uh, this list before I say this would be our last uh, team to talk about. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm looking at all the rest of these. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the Ravens and then we'll close it out. Let's talk about the Ravens and Steelers matchup and uh, we'll close it out in regards. So uh, the Ravens, <clears throat> I mean, the Steelers. Uh, beat the Baltimore Ravens um, 20, 23 for 37, 253, one touchdown, one interception for Lamar Jackson. 
for Big Ben Roethlisberger, 21 to 31 for 236, two, uh, two touchdowns. Najee Harris, 21 carries, 71 yards. Um, and Lamar Jackson, eight carries for 55 yards, uh, both respectively um, leading their teams. Let's talk about the play that, man, I wish Blue, I wish Blue was actually on here. Uh, let's talk about the play uh, that was uh, heard around the world, basically. In regards to uh, the end of the the end of the game, so just to paint the picture for those that didn't see it, um, so the Ravens are at the red zone. Uh, it looked like they were probably what, at like the fifteen yard line, maybe a little less than that. Um, no, nah, probably a little less. I think they were at the ten. Um, they call a play, which is basically we uh, we call it a rub, uh, where you make the play seem like it's going in the middle. Tight end, tight end tries to do a shed block, then squeaks to the outside. Quarterback makes a quick decision to shoot it to the outside. It's supposed to be a touchdown. Um, the play design went beautifully. Um, you know, Andrews did what he was supposed to do. The uh, the play a lot made the defense do what, what they wanted it to do um, by collapsing in the middle, assuming that uh, Lamar Jackson was going to take the ball up. Um and literally missed it by a fingernail. I mean, Mark Andrews literally missed the football by a fingernail that would have uh, given them the go-ahead score um, to win the game. Um, so now the next day, uh, the the question was: Should have the Ravens just kicked the field goal and gone to over overtime? Oh yeah, mind you, this, they were going for two, so they had scored. There was like 13, 12 seconds left. They were going yeah. for two, trying to win the game instead of kicking the field goal, and going to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So should they have gone? To overtime, or did you like the call and it just you know they just missed it? But did you like the call? What 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 do you think that the Ravens should have done, Steve? And then Brandon, you can give your opinion. Um, let me touch on this a little bit earlier, but uh, I mean, you don't leave points on the board. I get it. You know, it's a rivalry. There's ego involved. You know, you want to you know really stick it to them or whatever the case may be. But you, you don't leave points on the board, man. And you know, people are saying, oh, well, the way the game was going. It, the Steelers got the ball in overtime and went straight down the field. How do you know? How do you know? You don't. You. I'm kicking them going to overtime. You don't know what could happen. And looking at how they played against the Lions in overtime, if I'm the Ravens, I'm feeling very comfortable in going to overtime against them. They left points on the board, and didn't work out for them this time. Uh, what do you think, Brandon? Man, I'm going for that game, but I'm trying to beat them. I'm trying to get that victory so we can move on to the next game. Um, but TJ Watt did a good job of um, shutting down that play. Man, defense player of the year. Maybe. Um, but oh, I mean, we'll make sure I'm looking at the right window for my viewers. What you mean? Don't get don't get Brandon. Don't get Brandon going. What you mean? Hold Who on, else? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who hold else? On. Let's let's talk hold about on. that next. Hold time. on. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, yeah. Next show, I'm going to tell Tristan. You know where he's going with it. Who's going to be. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at him. No. I'm going to tell Tristan. No, no, no. Don't say nothing, Steve. Steve, don't say nothing at all. Please don't say nothing at all. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and after. Y'all do realize he leads the league in sacks and he missed two games, right? Steve, don't say nothing. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. What? Who else? Who else is this bloody year out here? Look, 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 
Look, I know y'all ain't saying Michael Parsons deserved both the awards. I already said rookie of the year for him. I know y'all ain't saying he needed to get both of them. I'm not saying nothing. Not saying nothing. Next show, you'll find out. Brandon, if you come on this show next week and tell me Michael Parsons deserved both, Brandon, listen, that whole show is going to be an argument about that. I promise you. We won't even be able to talk about any other game. If you come on here and tell me Michael Parsons deserves to be defensive player of the year. Next show. I'll make sure Eric is on. I'm going to make sure Eric is on this thing. Because if you come and tell me, I already said defense rookie. I don't even like to give y'all any accolades. I already said defense rookie of the year for Michael Parsons. You come on here and you tell me that Michael Parsons deserves to be the rookie and the defensive player of the year over TJ Watt? Next show. Brandon, don't stress me, man. Don't stress me out, Brandon. Like, listen, man. I've given y'all enough props on this show, on Next other show. episodes. I've Next given show. y'all enough props. Don't come in here and be delusional now. Can the I, man missed two I, games and still I, leads the league in sacks. Can I two. Type, oh, let me see if I can type on here. Hold on. Two games. Let me see. Can I remember to type? Hold on. Give me one we got, second. We got, we got to talk about that. Uh, where, where Brandon's going. Who, he, who, he, who he's mentioning next next show? Here we go. Let me type it in here. Next, Brandon. Show, Brandon. I'm I'm trying to tell you, Brandon. Don't stress me out, Brandon. Don't stress there me out. Right, there you go. See that right there? <laughs> put up. Put, put up on the screen. Put up on the screen. Listen, I need. Listen, I need. I need everybody to go. watch. Everybody needs to tune in because I'm telling you right now. If this man says Michael Parsons on his next show, <laughs> I promise you. We gonna have problems. It better be somebody legitimate, Brandon. It better be someone legit that I can be like, okay, I can see your point. It it it, it just better not be him. That's that's all I'm saying. It just better not be him. He's already gonna get rookie of the year. It, it, that's already a mailed mailed signed sealed done. Next don't show. don't stress me. Next don't show. stress me. What were we talking Next about? Show. We were talking about what Ravens and Steelers. Good God Almighty! I'm trying right, to so. understand. What the- I'm trying to stay. Let's let's talk. About, let's finish this out. Let's finish this out. T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year. Book it. Book Next it. show. Next show. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, Brandon. Finish your thought. So you said uh, you said you would go for the win. You would go for the win. I'm finished. Go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Brandon. Steve, you might have to be the moderator for that one, man. Because listen, I already see, I already see this is gonna be a, a battle. I already see this is gonna be a battle next week. I already see it. I already see it. Uh, from I can't, I can't wait. I, can't wait. <laughs> for, I really can't wait. For my, for my thought, um, I believe that I, I would have gone for the win as well. I would have gone for two, um, because we're only complaining. Because it didn't work out, like if if it had, if it if it had happened and it, and he scored, John Harbaugh looked like a genius. He looked like he got the big kahunas, you know. And really, it's been the Ravens' identity. They go for two. They go on fourth down. When you got a weapon like Lamar Jackson that can threat the way he does, you you can take a little more chances than other teams can with their you know with their players on the field. So, um, it wasn't a bad call. It wasn't a bad idea. It just it just didn't work. 
Like, that's really just, I mean, it's how it happens. The ball don't always bounce your way. Like, it's just, that's just what it was. It just didn't, it didn't pan out. doesn't mean it was a bad decision. You know, it, it wasn't like, uh, you know, Pete Carroll not giving the ball to beast mode at the damn three-yard line uh, during the Super Bowl when it was only second down. It wasn't that situation, you know, because that's common sense. Like, that's common sense. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, yeah. uh. But he could say it's common sense to kick in and go to overtime, you know, to, to you know, I mean, again, like, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm not thinking, I'm not saying it was a bad decision, you know, with, with who the weapons they have, but if it's a division game. I mean, it's a division game. It's tight. I get it. I, I totally get it. I just, I think because of the identity of the Ravens, what they are, what they do, what they've been doing, especially since Lamar Jackson has taken over. It just didn't shock me that they went for it, and I, he probably do it again. Like I, that's that's my whole thing. That's how I feel about it. So because that's their identity, they didn't they didn't do anything out of character. And so for me, if you didn't do anything out of character, then I can live with what you did. That's me. That's me. But um, that's the that's the uh, that's the end of the show because I know we gotta get going. That's the end of the show for today. Uh, tune in to us next week because clearly me and uh. Me and Brandon, the fireworks are going to be blazing next week. Um, next week's definitely going to be one for the books because we got a we got a guest coming in and he's going to bring some fireworks as well. Oh, I, re- oh, I really can't wait. Um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be post post Washington versus uh, Cowboy game, so we're going to know the moods of everybody. I mean, it's th- if there was an episode that I'm telling y'all shouldn't miss, it's next week. So next week is going to be a. Uh, it's definitely going to be entertaining. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, anything you got to say, Steve? I know Brandon ain't got nothing to say. He just he just ready for next week. <laughs> next show. Next show. That's all next, I got my man's back. Next show. Next show. Next show indeed. So yeah, it, 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 on mute. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a fun time. Uh, again, I'm Tristan. That's Steve. This is Brandon. Like I said, you already see you already see the fireworks coming. So We'll holla at y'all next week, man. Y'all be easy. Be sure to follow us on all our social medias. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. Any podcast streaming uh, service that you use, be sure to follow us on all the podcasts. Brandon is saluting out. He's ready to go to war. I'm always ready to go to war. Y'all know me. So it's going to be a good time. We'll catch y'all next week. Y'all be easy.